Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chalk Talk. This is our 2022 NFL draft episode where we go through our favorite bets starting at the, well, our least favorite going up to our favorite. Uh, but these are all bets that we have looked at and that we actually like. So we'll start at number five. Uh, who wants to start here? Uh, I'll jump in. Uh, my Out of my top five favorites, this being the least favorite of those top five, I'm going to take the under. I guess we should not say least favorite because then it's like, oh, well, why would I even bet this? It's just out of our top five is our fifth right. They're still our favorite bets of the entire draft. All right. Do you want to restart? I guess I should, because I, if I say least favorite, then people are just like, well, why would I ever want to bet? That's kind of what my brain did. Yeah. That's why. But yeah. So if we go top five favorite. At yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. Top five favorite. Okay. You want to restart the intro and everything? Oh, d- yeah, yeah. I guess <laughs> you might as well, right? I forgot you I forgot you uh already started the recording so I can just start wherever yeah yeah just, all right just, I'll go in five seconds five four three two one hello everybody and welcome back to chalk talk this is our NFL draft betting episode where we're going to go through and give you our top five favorite bets starting at number five who wants to kick it off here uh, my number five draft prop is the under six and a half. Oh, we didn't even introduce. Hang on, we didn't introduce our guest here. Oh my god, bro! We can't. No, we'll just keep going. We'll keep rolling with it. No, this is uh, no, yes, no, 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 no. no. Jesus Christ! I am Nick. I, yeah, I was gonna say. I, I, I think, I think I have to. They're gonna be like, "Who is this guy?" All right, let's. All right, pause for five seconds and start. Yeah. All right, we got it. All right, Corey, you do the intro and see how you like it. Third time's a charm. We're good. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chalk Talk. This is our NFL draft betting episode, where we're gonna go through and give you our top five favorite picks, starting at number five. Nick is not joining us today. We have replaced him with frankie friend of ours but i i'd say out of anything related to the nfl you pay attention to the nfl draft more than anything is that correct i mean i would say it's a personal problem i mean it's gonna go <laughs> well for this this podcast yeah so that's, that's exactly why we brought you on here i don't i don't i don't know anyone else that pays attention to the draft as uh, much as you do but uh i mean as an eagles fan i don't know it's a good year to love the draft as an Eagles fan. I mean, yeah, we're ripping off. The it's always a good year right. to love it until so. the Eagles draft some players. But you, you guess, and he's already slandering. <laughs> he's already becoming toxic PB. Sorry, <laughs> it's toxic PB. All right, so we'll start at number five for each of us. Work our way to our favorite and throw maybe a long shot in there. Um, all right, so Alex, go ahead and uh, kick it off here. Yeah, coming in at number five, I've got the under six and a half wide receivers at minus one twenty-two on FanDuel. I think I think that number is right at six, so I like the under here. I'm gonna I'm gonna name the six that I think are going first round, and you let me know if I missed anyone. So we got Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Jamison Williams, Olave, uh, Dotson, and then Traylon Burks at six. Yeah, I would say those six are gonna go in the first round as well. Yeah, I don't see any other guy slipping in there. Um, so I like this at minus 122. Okay. Uh, Corey, you want to go next? 
Uh, yeah, my fifth favorite is going to be the New Orleans Saints first draft pick as a quarterback at plus 145. Um, I think it's a position that they need to fill. Um, Are you – stop. Before we continue, can you please just tell me if this is a real – That's thing. not my pick. That's not my pick. <laughs> Good gosh. Yeah, they um, are the second favorite to land Pickett. Yeah, they are. Um, okay, but, but actually – We draft Kenny Pickett. I'm going to – I'm going to have to get checked into like a had, mental hospital. I had a, I had a poke and prod you earlier. Should already be there. Um, but, but actually, my my fifth uh, favorite pick is um, Brees Hall under uh, 40 and a half. Um, he's slated to be the first running back taken off. Um, according to odd makers, he's minus like 220. So to give him at, I, I, at under 40 and a half, there's a couple teams. Every year, there's someone who overdrafts a running back. And I'm not saying Brees Hall is – He's, you know, a monster and he's, you know, he has the same um, talent level as comparison as Jonathan Taylor and Jonathan Taylor was taken out that position uh, a couple of years ago by the Colts. Uh, so I think someone pulls the trigger and takes him uh, before 41. So that's going to be minus 114. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. I, I, aren't someone like the Bills even like a Super Bowl yeah. ready team, yeah. like yeah. one of the early teams that's. That's what I was saying. Like that means he would go first round and. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. I think under 40 and a half is pretty solid. It teams do reach on running backs. Yeah. So uh Frankie. I mean, that really cleanly segues into mine, which is the safest one first RB drafted. <laughs> Brees Hall minus 275 on, on FanDuel. I think if you're looking at a position that uh, you have the cleanest projection to success just based off of athleticism, it's running back. He's clearly the most physically talented of all the running backs. Uh, Kenneth Walker is the only one that could potentially challenge him. He has pass pro concerns, uh, doesn't have optimal size. I just feel like he's a shoe in for first running back drafted. If I was getting spicy, I would do first round because I think some of these teams at the bottom end could take it as this could be the piece that puts our offense over the top. Every single year, you have running backs that shouldn't go in the first round that go in the first round, and he has that exciting athleticism that, I mean, he's just right for an overdraft. Mm-hmm. So that's my – we'll start with the safe one, yeah. 275. Just if you want free money, I would I'd throw that in there. Unless he rips a bong draft night, which, you know. <laughs> You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that one a lot. I know you're laying heavy juice, but it does seem like pretty certain that he's going to be the first guy off the board at running back. And like you said, Walker's probably the only one that could even contend uh, being the first above him. I'm – well, mine kind of uh, – I mean, it's not – it could happen out of the first round, but I have Christian Watson under 39-and-a-half draft position. I think this is a year, and I know you said under uh, six and a half, but this it's going to end up segueing into another pick I have. That's my favorite. But I just think in a year where so many trades in this offseason and so many of these wide receiver contracts that have just like set records, you're going to see teams that prioritize wide receiver. And there's going to be – there's a lot of uh, – 
wide receiver needy teams at the end of the first round. You have the Packers in there. You have the Chiefs in there. Um, I just think that Christian Watson's a guy that in addition to those guys that you had mentioned, Alex, I think he's, I think he's still going to go in the first round, but I do think under 39 and a half is uh, a pretty solid bet there. Um, so yeah, that's that I'd start at number five. Uh, that's uh, one of my favorites at that's minus one Oh five on DraftKings. All right. So the next one we got, uh, who wants to start off here? I guess we could go right back to Alex and just keep going in the same order. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, next one I got fourth favorite is uh, Garrett Wilson under nine and a half at minus 114 on FanDuel. I think the Falcons go up and get him here. Um, I don't see them taking a quarterback at, uh, what is that, at six? Um, Or no, at eight, sorry, at eight. Um, And I think Garrett Wilson's the first wide receiver off the board. Wait, what was his odds? Minus 114, under nine and a half. Oh, okay. All right. Because I I had a similar bet, um, which I'll I'll take it off the board. I won't won't mention it, but... it was the Falcons' first pick, uh, draft player receiver minus one twenty-five. So I was just trying to, I was just seeing what what it would be. So I, I guess that would be the only reason I would come and play if someone reached. If they went players. like Jamison Williams or something, yeah. like didn't yeah. go Wilson, like still yeah. not. So I guess if you want to just be safe and just lose the nine cents, I mean, yeah. might, as, might as well do that. So yeah. chime in there. So for my pick um, and take another player draft position, it's going to be John Mechie under 56 and a half. Yes, he's coming off an ACL tear um, coming out of Alabama in the championship game. Uh, But we have seen that ACL tears are not what they used to be in the NFL. Uh, Cam Akers tore his ACL, what, in like July this past year and was ready to play week 16, 17. Um, And he actually made a difference. It wasn't like he just was in for like four or five snaps. He was getting a workload. Um, so I think teams are going to be looking at that and just be like, this guy's talent uh, was probably late first round uh, if he didn't tear his ACL. Um, so I'm saying high second round, this guy's going to be taken. So under 56 and a half at minus 114 on FanDuel is what I like next. Okay. I don't mind that. I, I think with this wide receiver class and just the landscape of the NFL, I think wide receiver is going to be a very valued position, especially in this draft. So uh, any wide receiver unders, I feel like I like. Uh, Frankie, yeah, say I think he's going to be a priority mid, mid second round. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I like that one a lot too. And yeah, mine. Um, looking at number four, Boye Mafe, first round uh, minus one forty on DraftKings. So he was getting a lot of hype throughout the season, and he was a uh, Senior Bowl standout. And then he went to the combine, and his RAS score is nine point nine two. Only person better is Trayvon Walker. Uh, dude's a freak. And I think when you're looking towards the back end of uh, the first round, there's a couple teams that are in dire need of edge help. I'm looking at one team in particular, the Chiefs. They have Frank Clark wildly underperforming. And can anyone on this tell me who their second edge is outside of Frank no. Clark? Absolutely not. No. Uh, yeah, they're – they need help bad. Uh, a lot of people have linked him to David Ojabo. I mean, he's coming off the Achilles. I'm thinking if you want someone that's going to help you make a late run and just a freak edge that you can hope to develop and is going to be 
just an absolute monster. If you just put him in third and long, boy, him off a. All right. I like it. Um, all right. I am going with some plus money here. So you get plus 190 on this on DraftKings, and it's under two and a half quarterbacks taken in the first round. And, you know, it, I do understand that, you know, teams always reach on quarterbacks, and it's, it's very important to get a quarterback in today's NFL on these rookie deals. That's just ideal. However, this is one of the weakest quarterback classes in some time. And I think at plus money, I do. So the two quarterbacks that I think go in the first round are Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett. I don't see another one. go. I mean, I, I could see another one going like Desmond Ritter or someone like that. But I think at plus 190, you're getting pretty solid value um, on, on getting at, uh, under on that. So I oh, like this one. What? The only team that scares me is the Lions at 32. Yeah. The Lions at 32 scares me on that one. I, I get it. I just think if this was even money, I would easily probably – I would probably take the over. I just think at plus 190, there's yeah. value in a class that's very weak. And – Definitely. Yeah, the Lions is the one team that worries me, like right at the end, going like uh, Ritter or whatever, uh, Coral can or I, someone like I that. You this what, was going to – go ahead. What teams are going to take a, a quarterback, PB? Say that again? What, what teams are going to – take a quarterback in the first round? Well, I think the Steelers do. Depending on the Baker stuff, we have to see how some of these things shake out because the Steelers did say they'd pick up Baker if... Yeah, but I, I just heard that. Uh, Ian Rappaport reported today that the Browns are not going to trade Baker. Okay, so I think the Steelers and the Panthers are two teams that would get someone like Malik Willis and Pickett. Okay. But... My long shot bet is where Pickett goes, and I'll give. Uh, I'll wait till the end to give. That's my plus three thousand, and it's, you know, I'll, I'll wait to give that one. But yeah, I would just say the one thing I'd be concerned about is I'm thinking back to the Lamar Jackson draft, trading back in late in the first, late first round. Someone's trying to QB. They want the fifth year option. It's such an advantageous thing for teams to do with so many QBs in that late first, second round sort of space, I think the Lions would definitely be interested in trading out of 32 for a team that wants to come up and get the their QB of their choice with the fifth-year option. So that would be the one thing that would concern me with that bet. It's I mean, not the Lions, but it's someone trading with the Lions. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the Lions are trading back from 32. Like, they don't lose they, – their next pick is 34. So that's – a yeah, like, I mean, that's a position where they're like – we don't really need this. And the 30, like 30 to 32 are crap shoots anyways. I mean, it's basically yeah. to go into the second round. So yeah, I totally agree with you there. Yeah. I, this is just a value pick for me. It's, so I have it at ranked number four. I just think it's worth a shot at plus plus one ninety. So yeah. on Fanduel, you can get uh, right now, the line there is three and a half under three and a half minus two fifty. So. Yeah. So that means they're, they're thinking that, so between both books, it's seeming like they think exactly like three quarterbacks are going to go in the first round, which is probably the likely thing. But I think in a weak quarterback class, getting under at plus 190 is, is some value. Um, all right. So moving to our third uh, favorite, uh, you know, go ahead, Alex. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number three for me, 
Um, I'm I'm torn on this one a little bit. Uh, it's between the top two corners in the draft. Uh, so I like Sauce Gardner's under five and a half at minus 108. But I think there's really good value on Derek Sting- Stingley being the first DB taken at plus 250. Um, he's had a lot of buzz recently and plus 250 for a guy that is definitely neck and neck with Sauce. I could see going first off the board. Um, so I think that's great value, but I like, I like both of them. Okay. And which book was that? That's on FanDuel. Okay. Okay. Um, for my, my next pick, um, I'm going plus money here, uh, plus 250. Um, Indianapolis Colts first player drafted receiver at plus 250. Um, we just talked about how many good receivers are in this draft. Um, you know, we just mentioned Mechie, and I, I think I would love for the Colts to pick up him. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, with the recovery time, I, the Colts might be looking for someone to fill in now, and I, I'm not sure how long or how far he is along with his recovery. Um, but we've mentioned before that, you know, people are coming back faster uh, than normal. Um, but again, it's, it's a position that the Colts have to fill. I mean, if you guys were a Colts fan, I mean, name the Colts receivers besides Michael Pittman. Can you? Uh, Ashton Doolin. Okay, there's one. <laughs> he doesn't count. Does he start? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm he just saying that. I mean, if he had yeah. less than 15 catches last year, he doesn't yeah. count. <laughs> I mean, Paris Campbell, but I mean, Paris Campbell can't stay healthy. So it's like, the Colts need to fill that position. If they're not going to do it through free agency, which I mean, they haven't done yet. I mean, they could always trade for Debo unless, unless the 49ers are asking for it, they're asking for it, then they can't afford Debo. But um, I think it's a position that, you know, Ballard's always wanted to build through the draft and he's a guru in the second round. So I could see him getting a receiver here. At plus 252, the, the next odds is an offensive lineman, which the Colts have already signed their offensive lineman. They already said Matt Pryor, is going to get the opportunity to start at left tackle. And he started there a couple of games last year. So I, I just, I don't see an offensive tackle going there. So. Frankie. All right. My third one, this has probably been a very predictable one for him. This kept in touch with me throughout the draft process. I'm going Kyle Hamilton over 10 and a half minus 175 on DraftKings. Uh, I do like Kyle Hamilton as a prospect. I don't think he's a generational prospect that he was kind of billed at the start of this. I don't know if anyone remembers the Ed Reed comps. It was a little over the top. Then he had the combine when people soured on him a little bit. But to me, this is just a simple math problem. We got probably four edges going in the top 10. So you have, I mean, as ridiculous as it is, Trayvon Walker is probably going to go first overall. You have Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, and then Jermaine Johnson. Then you probably have three offensive tackles, Kimokwanu, Evan Neal, and then Charles Cross has a good shot. You have Derek Stingley and Sauce. I would say both likely to go top 10. Then you're thinking about how top-heavy wide receiver Williams, Garrett Wilson. All right, it just seems safety, not the most premium position, that it's going to be difficult for him to make kind of 10, 10, under 10 and a half, especially when you think Derwin James, I would say is actually the, the generational prospects that we've seen. And then what, maybe go at 17 or 18. And with where we're at now, I just don't see Kyle Hamilton going under that. 
You wait. Go. You don't see him going under ten and a half. You see him going over. Yeah, right? I'm taking okay. it over ten and a half. Gotcha. All right. I know you've been a little sour on him. Well, that brings me to my. It's another safety pick. I have Dax Hill as the second safety taken at minus one seventy five. I think that you know Hamilton is going to be the first one, but I think. Uh, between him and is it Cine as the other one that could go above him? I mean, French? Scene. Scene? Louis Cine. Well, I just, I think Cine is a little more underdeveloped, especially in the past game and man coverage where he's pretty good in the, in, against the run. But I think uh, Dax Hill, your boy from Michigan, is a little, he's a little more polished. And I think getting him as the second overall safety at minus 175, I think that should be in like the minus 200 to minus 300 range, probably between minus 200 to minus 300. Um, Cause I do think Hamilton's number one and Dax, I think Dax Hill would fit a team more like the chiefs who need like a replacement for like Matthew. Um, I still think they could go receiver, but there's uh, some teams back there that could use a better uh, defender and in, in pass uh, coverage so i i like daxel a lot at the second safety being taken what do you think of that that's your boy frankie what do you think about him being second i mean i i think it's a lock uh he has great versatility they played him all over you can play him at safety you can play him kind of interior corner you could put him outside if you wanted to he's got the, a lot of the explosiveness he was the number one spark athlete coming out of high school just absolute you also got to watch him a ton. Like, I mean, you're a Michigan fan, yeah. so. I mean, he's, I would say he's the most underappreciated Michigan player to come through in the last decade. Um, a lot of people are just like, I didn't, he didn't make enough explosive plays. He, he just did his job. Um, and I think that's when you combine that with the versatility and then he's built like an NBA player. He's got a six, six, like six foot seven inch wingspan. And he's barely over six feet tall. Do you do you think he's gonna, like? Do you think he has any chance of going number one? Like, I really think Hamilton is going to go number one. Just there's a lot of hype around him. Um, you, do you think there's any way he surpasses Hamilton? Like, goes above him? No. Okay. Hamilton. I just needed to hear yeah. that because that's. I don't think he's going to go past two to like three. But I just wanted to see if you thought that he could surpass Hamilton because that's the only thing that I thought could happen, but I, I do think Hamilton's going one. Hamilton just has two rare of a build. I mean, you're talking about 6'4", 220. Yeah. Highly instinctual. A lot of, a lot's been talking yeah, that's about the boy. 40. Yeah, a lot's been talking about the 40, but if you look at his jumps, you can, there's, you can see the explosiveness. Someone that tall just is not built to get a great start out of the gate for a 40-yard dash. So th- there were really no red flags for Kyle Hamilton. I know the 40-yard dash was a talking point at the start, but it's like he's about as safe as it gets for a safety prospect. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, I like that one a ton. So, uh, all right, going to our fourth uh, – or this would be our second favorite. This is our now our second favorite uh, pick. So go ahead, Alex. Yeah, so uh, my second – Favorite pick here, uh, I think may be a little contentious, but I've got uh, Pickett as the first QB taken at plus 150. Um, 
I think that Malik Willis is probably got a higher ceiling, but Pickett is the most NFL ready out of these guys. And I think a lot of these teams that are are in this position of we need a quarterback right now or want to are gonna want a guy who's who's NFL ready. And I think Pickett's that guy. Um, I mean, also with that being said, I mean, if you look in front of them, I mean the Lions are not taking Malik Willis at number two. Texans are not gonna take a quarterback, Jets not. Giants, probably not. No. Each team is everyone's going to want to trade out uh, at a, out of that top five position, but this is not a draft to do it. Like teams are not going to be willing to like move up positions, especially in the top five. So I, I like Pickett going six as well. Uh, Matt Rule, I mean, had him committed to Temple for God's sakes. Like they have a connection. The owner went to Pitt. I I, I like that as well. That was that was one of my picks as well. Alex. So uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to do a 180 here. Um, and I'm going to take James uh, Jameson Williams um, at the number 10 overall pick at plus 300. That was my favorite. That was my number one. Jameson Williams, number 10 pick at plus <sighs> 300. Um, that would be going to the New York Jets. Uh, Jets are not going to take him at the five position. There's better p- uh, positions, which then kind of moves me into if I'm if you're thinking that. Um, this next pick is, or this next, I'm just throwing it out there at plus nine fifty. If the Jets can't move from four, um, it's a, so it's a two pick, so it's their fourth pick and their tenth pick. Uh, with their fourth pick, they take um, Ahmad Gardner and then Jameson Williams at ten at plus nine fifty. I like uh, that. I like and, that. And the thing is, your bet is voided if they trade out of four or ten. That's so, that's cool. So you, you're, I mean, there's really, if you really think they're going to take. Williamson at 10, which um, if you listen to Pat McAfee's show, uh, they had the head um, sports maker at FanDuel on today, and they're saying they're taking the most volume um, right now out of any draft position. Jameson Williams at plus 300 at 10. So, I mean, okay. I, I just like the bet. So, yeah. Sorry, Alex, for taking your. I, I like, I like, oh, good. I like the correlated. <laughs> what, peeps? Oh, I was just saying, I like your correlated bet more than just the 10th pick being Williams, because then by having the, the parlay kind of, you're getting the, also the benefit if they trade out the vet, the bets voided completely, because if they do go defense, a defensive guy at four, yeah, they're probably coming back with like, you're just having to pick that receiver or something at at 10. So I like that plus 900 a lot. Yeah. So funnel thing. Uh, Frankie. I mean, that really puts a damper on my second one. <laughs> First uh, wide receiver selected Jameis Williams uh, plus 220 on FanDuel. I just think with the explosiveness and the separation, if you just – I've watched like, a lot of his highlight tapes and you just try to watch some of his just standard game tape. There's so many times where he just eviscerates an angle because he just finds another gear. And in this – day and age that explosiveness is going to be really sought after you see the dolphins just throw in the bag at Tyree kill and then you look at you're like all right well he's just a one-trick pony he's just gonna be fast he's a pretty clean route runner too and you can see just the, the stats he put up i'm pretty sure he had 17 touchdowns he overtook mechie was supposed to be the de facto number one and he came in with a vengeance after not being able to start at Ohio State. I just mm-hmm. think he's the highest upside 
And when you look at the other wide receivers, they could challenge Garrett Wilson seems a little bit safer, kind of reminds me of like a Calvin Ridley sort of blend, but it, that, it doesn't have that enticing upside. And then Drake London, he has the injury. And one of the things you worry about with any player that has the possession receiver, basketball background, do they have the explosiveness to separate? Mm. And that's something he wasn't able to answer because he wasn't able to test. So I think if you're just going for a highest upside and there, there, I don't think there's a real contender to go above him because, I mean, at that point, you're, you're shooting for upside when you're taking a wide receiver, first, the first wide receiver and you're taking one in the top ten. So I think he makes the most sense. Yeah, there's it's Jameson Williams, man. He, he's just flown up draft boards everyone he's i guess this acl is just just behind him like he just is apparently looked incredible on uh after this injury and i'm still slightly worried i'm not i mean i'm not too worried but anything with like an acl i'm i'm always going to be a little hesitant but my uh second favorite pick (laughs) this is where there's some disagreement mostly i feel like alex and i's picks have been a little i have pick it over 12 and a half I'm not a picket guy at all. Like this dude, if 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 Doesn't you just want a dude that's just gonna go out there and yeah. just he he is zero upside. He absolutely none. This guy will never win you a Super Bowl. This guy is never gonna like he's just a guy. And yes, he is the most NFL ready, whatever. And I get that that's why a team could take him. But I think teams nowadays, after seeing the Lamar Jacksons, the Josh Allen's, the Mahomes, just seeing how crazy some of these NFL talents are at quarterback nowadays. Kenny Pickett is not the guy like you just, just that is not the guy you pick. And so I think Malik Willis is still going one, but I think, I mean, both of those guys, Malik Willis and Pickett could go past 13. Um, But I do think Willis is picked first and therefore I think it's even easier. It's at DraftKings. You get it at minus minus one forty. you know, he probably goes somewhere between like 13 and 20. Um, so there's 0% of you that thinks the Panthers get him at six. No, I don't think the Panthers are getting him at six. I think the Panthers, um, do they have a, another, do, do they have two picks in the first round? They've got six and no, I that's they had another pick. No, no, this so, one, that's their only pick. Okay, well, I, I just don't think I, – I, I mean, I would – I hope the Panthers take him at six. I'll tell you that as a Saints fan because um, that would be great. But, you know, and I'm – the one thing, and I'm saying as a Saints fan, right now he's like plus 200 to go to the Saints at like uh, pick like 16 or whatever. I will absolutely lose my shit if the, if my Saints team takes this guy. Like, I can okay. I'll, I'll I'm a I'm a Willis guy. Like, I don't I think he has the most upside. Like, he is one of the best runners since. Well, he is probably the best runner since Lamar Jackson, who's like the best rushing quarterback ever. But I think there's some upside in his arm as well. And so I wouldn't be like too overly upset if the Saints got Willis. I'd be upset because I still think we should be going just for p- people to help Winston. But you know, 
Pickett's going to ruin my night. I'll tell you that much come Thursday. And can't wait for the FaceTime. Get the popcorn ready. <laughs> I can't but, wait for the FaceTime. <laughs> but I mean, if the Saints do take them, this bet is hitting because it's over 12 and a half. I, I just can't see a guy in this bad draft class getting taken under 12 and a half. So, yeah. I, well, once the Panthers don't take them at six, I'll feel really good about that bet. Um, all right. Moving down to our, our favorite pick. What yep. do we got here? Yep. So uh, as mentioned, Corey took my favorite. I'm, I'm with him on the Jamison Williams plus 300 at number 10. Uh, so pivoting here a little bit, uh, I'm going to go Kayvon Thibodeau over four and a half at plus 164. I think that uh, a lot of teams are going to be scared of the the narrative around this guy and who knows if it's true or not, but um He's been tagged as a guy who doesn't really love football and be that as it may, a lot of these old school guys are, are not going to, not going to waste a top top five pick on a guy that doesn't love football. Um, I also think too, if we get uh, Trayvon Walker at one, Aiden Hutchinson at two, I think the Texans go offensive tackle. Um, and the Jets could go corner again. Then I think just go corner. I think they go Stingley or Sauce. And so that gets you to five. That's the over right there. So I'll take that at plus 164. Yeah, plus 164. Yep. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, So this is where I'm kind of like, I think I'm right right with you there, Alex, with um, the Texans taking an offensive lineman, offensive tackle here. Um, And I think it's going to be Evan Neal. So this is where it's kind of weird. So Evan Neal to be a top five is minus 130. Um, but if you think the Texans are going to take him at number three, he's plus 500. Yeah. I was so, looking at that too. And so, he's, yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I mean, obviously there's, there's two. Um, it's Evan Neal and who's the other guy? Um, Iku. Yeah. 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 And something like that. So, yeah. I mean, if that's the case, I mean, there you go. There's Evan Neal and, I mean, their defense is – it is what it is. For the Texans, it's not very good. But if they think Davis Mills uh, Davis Mills is their quarterback, I mean, they have to protect him. They can't let him just get absolutely, I mean, crushed by, you know, defense alignment and linebackers the entire year. So, uh, I at plus 500, I know it's a – you know, your favorite, favorite bet is, you know, supposed to be a little bit, you know, safer maybe. But I you got to take a shot here. I mean, it's, it's the NFL draft. This is – the number, like the, the biggest thing about the draft is sports books cannot, it's the biggest night where they lose the most money because it, it, the information is so widely available to everyone. Um, again, this is off the Pat McAfee show. So I'm just reading off of what they said, but like, he goes just because of Twitter and leaks and everything about like, you know, draft players get drafted. So like regularly, and they talked about like year after year, like, like teams already know what they're drafting. Like, the top three teams know what they're tra- probably drafting unless there's a trade. So, um, I mean, it's crazy. I, I can't remember what player it was a couple of years ago who got taken. Um, the the odds were crazy. It was it was last year, wasn't it? Um, Trey Lance, I think. Trey Lance, yeah. It was like yeah. I had that was a great. I had the top five exactly in order. Hundred dollars to win fifteen hundred. It was a great, great. Well, that's um, what I'm saying. Draft. Like, yeah, like that's what you did, but like. Trey Lance was nowhere to be talked about for like, yeah. weeks, and all of a sudden it came out 
and if you hammered it, you got it. And, and then yeah. the sports books changed immediately. Yeah. The sports so, books know close to as much as the public. Yeah. During so, the draft. And that's about the only, only time you're betting where you've got pretty much the same knowledge as the sports book. Yep. So Evan Neal plus 500 to the Texans at three, or if you just want to be safe and him being the top five, it's minus 130. So they're the only ones that scare me about that Thibodeau pick. I could see Lovey Smith. That's the only one that's, I'd be like, I don't know. Texans, I don't know. The Texans are notoriously bad for making uh, stupid moves. So that too. <laughs> they are the Texans. That too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Francis, what you got? All right. In, in typical Eagles fashion, I'm going to tell you about how I hate linebackers. Uh, but, oh, no. My favorite one, Devin Lloyd, over 18 and a half, minus 138 on FanDuel. Uh, but yeah, jokes aside, I think linebacker is the deepest position group in this draft class. Just absolutely loaded. Uh, so just thinking about linebacker, it's not really a premium position. If we're looking at wide receivers, you got edge, some corners, in that kind of the teens, I just think it makes a lot of sense to pass up on, on Devin Lloyd. And to put this in perspective, the number of linebacker prospects that have over a 9.5 RAS score, 9.5 is 10. Wow. Yeah, and you have plenty of people in the same mold, uh, kind of body type as Devin Lloyd. Obviously, they're not going to have the same kind of playmaking ability. He's going to be the first linebacker off the board. We have Troy Anderson, 10 RAS. He's larger. Leo Chanel, you know, he's a bigger guy out of Wisconsin. They had him at like 40 bench press, just insane. You have Brandon Smith, Penn State. He was athletic freak. I mean, I don't think he can read an offense to save his life. So he's going to be probably round three. But you have, you have all these athletic freaks, Channing Tindall with the 42-inch vertical. So if you're look, you have any sort of kind of flavor you want, of linebacker, and I think you're probably going to get 12 to 13 taken by the end of round three. It's a very deep group, and so I think it just makes a lot of sense to kind of forego the top two of Lloyd and Dean and wait on some of these just stud athletes in the second and third round. So, so that's why I'm kind of out on Devin Lloyd. All right. All right. Um, oh yeah, it's me, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So my favorite over six and a half wide receivers taken in the first round. This, I, I just see seven. I think this draft sets the record, um, for receivers taken in the first round. I believe the records is at seven right now. And I think eight would set the record. So the eight receivers, you got Drake London, Jamison Williams, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, uh, Christian Watson, who I mentioned, Jahan Dodson. Um, who am I missing? Say Olave oh, yeah. Olave, seven. So those are the ones that I think get you to that bet. Christian Watson's going to go first round. What? Did you just say Christian Watson's going to go first round? Yes, I think he can go at the end of the first. That's the one that I did not name off. When I yeah, so I, it's the same six Alex had plus Christian Watson. And then I think you could even see 
I'm trying to think. I'm trying to look at uh, the other. Was Sky Moore. I'm telling yeah, you Sky, it, Moore. Sky Moore. Sky Moore would be the other one that I could see that squeezes into the first round as well. I like his under. I think it's like 34 and a half, maybe. If you, yeah, if I think he might. Six and a half, half, I, I like his under there. Yeah, I, I just think, again, this is a year where you've seen so many wide receivers just get absolute paydays, and you're going to want these these teams are going to want to get these receivers and uh this is the first year that if you pick a receiver or actually is it just receiver is it just you have the any player in the first round you have that fifth year um option the extension or whatever i think it's talking about player i'm not positive it's, it's, it's like if they're taken in the first round you have that benefit uh that extra year and so i think again for that reason receivers are going to be a priority and you have a lot of those needy teams like the Packers and the, and you could see the Packers, they have two picks that you could see them go back to back receiver or something crazy like that after losing Adams. I mean, probably not, but then you have the chiefs in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sky Moore. Yeah. Sky Moore was, was the other one on my list. My, my take on the under two was, is I think that guys are, are NFL oh, Pickens. Pickens. He's another one. I think guys, I think we're seeing tons of college guys who are NFL ready at the receiver position, but I think that teams understand that there's going to be groups of guys every year, probably that are like that. And I think they're going to address other needs first. Um, But I, I, and I think I, again, I think you can get a lot of these guys in the second round. I mean, yes, but I think you're going to see such a, I think you'll have seen such a run at the position where teams are just like, man, I need to, I think you're overthinking it. I I understand where you're coming from. And and I just think it's like a great analysis. I I just think you're, it's a little overthinking. And I, well, all it needs to happen. So it's the six that Alex had mentioned. And then you have just one more. Yeah. No, no, there's three more that kid. If one of them goes in, it's Watson, Sky Moore, and George Pickens. If one of those three, goes into the first round the bet hits and i think one of those three does and i think two out of the three actually go to the first round i think eight receivers get taken in the first round setting a record we'll, we'll we shall see but um just for like some nominations here that i was kind of just rolling through really quick um again the other position of players for teams to draft um like talking about the wide receiver position the cleveland browns uh first position draft uh wide receiver at plus 270 um they haven't filled. I mean, they got Murray Cooper, but that's it. Um, another one that's kind of iffy. Um, I know the Bills have brought in a lot of cornerbacks, um, and I, I know they're probably looking more safety-wise. That's the vision the, they've lost, but they need help at corner. Um, is at plus 200 for their first player drafted. Um, but again, we talked about the Bills. I just read something. The Bills have a huge, huge crush on um, Bryce Hall, and the position for them to take a running back. And we've already, we've already talked about teams overreaching bills to take a running back at the, whatever draft position they are like 29 is yeah. plus 600. So, I mean, if he's going to be, I mean, it's, it's not like, I mean, you don't you're gonna throw a lot of money, just a little sprinkle, but I mean, it's something to look at. So, um, and then lastly, um, the saints to draft either Kenny Pickett or Malik close at minus minus one fifteen. I think that's you want to hear my plus 3000. But hang on, do you like the fact that people, the fact that the sports books are making like this? It's unreal that you guys are going to draft one of these guys. Draft like, one of who? Kenny Pickett <laughs> or Malik Willis? 
That's it's. So it, I didn't hear the second guy. Pickett or who? Willis. Mike Willis. You think that we're for sure going to draft one of those two? The books do yeah. is what Corey said. Yeah, no, I get it. I've been I've seen the books, and that's why I had to say that I'm going to be furious if it's Pickett. I will be unhappy if it's Willis, but I know there's upside there at least. I still think Winston's obviously going to be better than than Willis, but the upside is there for Willis. Do you know? So my plus three thousand is Kenny Pickett to the Eagles. <laughs> that that that. I think at a long shot at plus three thousand, that is worth a sprinkle at because six, at what sixteen or what? Yeah, they would get him at uh, well, it would be fifteen or fifteen or is it eighteen? What's your second pick? Yeah, it's I me. Mean, it's eighteen. Yeah, so I think at fifteen or eighteen, you could see the Eagles take him, and at plus three thousand, it's worth a sprinkle. There, I'm not convinced that they think that Jalen Hurts is the answer. And I do think there's a chance that they surprise people on how he pulls a Howie and just make someone terrible like Kenny Pickett and the Eagles continue their awful drafting. But it's, it's obviously not likely. It's not likely at all. Yeah. But it's worth a sprinkle at plus 3,000, I think. What, what's, your, what's your sprinkle? Like a, a 10 spot? Like a tenner. Like just a tenner. 10 grand? That's a lot, PB. 10 to win 300. 10 units sprinkle. <laughs> 10 units sprinkle. <laughs> no, it, it's not like a like a full like 100 to win. I mean, you could if you got some deep pockets, but. Yeah. Oh, not, that I'm would ruin my night if that. I, I wouldn't want to lose money on Kenny Pickett in any way, so I couldn't do that to myself. Uh, Kenny Pickett's kind of the worst QB to <laughs> draft when I'm thinking it. Like Malik Willis is, he has the upside, but then his bust potential is also really high. Yeah. So it's either maybe pans out or you're going to get one of the top QBs next year. Pickett's good enough to make sure that you're in purgatory for four to five years. <laughs> exactly. Um, That's what I don't get about him. Like, I, I don't understand why I ever want that. You've seen his hand size? Yeah. Yes, not. He wears two yeah. gloves, dude. What quarterback wears two gloves? Kenny Pickett does. <laughs> New Orleans Saints. You know what? Your QB. Oh my! I'm gonna. Uh, I really hope that happens. It's gonna be. It, I, also, just people, you're gonna have to revisit when right after the Eagles and Saints traded, you were like, "Oh, this is such a good deal." If you trade, oh, then it would be. Then it will have been terrible. Pickett, It'll just be – it's just highway robbery. No, it's the, – the trade is worth it with the Eagles. If the Saints' idea was we think the Eagles are going like a receiver here and we also probably like the same receiver, and so we're, you know. No, the, you, they think obviously think the Eagles are going to take Pickett, so you guys had to move a Bevum to grab Pickett. Yeah, no, that's definitely not what it was. <laughs> you, have to, you have to trade with the, the Panthers. Well, let's just say I'm pretty confident <laughs> both Frankie and I will be pretty livid if – if Kenny Pickett goes to one that'd, of our teams, that'd be wild. Uh, well, well, we'll see. I mean, I'm already triggered about it because Howie's done several things in the draft that just blow my mind. Yeah, I don't know why anyone lets him draft. Like he does a lot of other things well, but the draft he just galaxy brains it. And this is one of those things. Like, this oh, is... we could we could have our QB the future if if Hertz isn't the answer this year. We got Pickett. Well, he, he's he's the answer full-blown QB factory. I, you know what? I'd rather take Devin Lloyd. I'd rather trade up for Devin Lloyd. 
I would too. Anything other than Kenny Pickett. That's the end. That's 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 the takeaway from this. Well, I'm we'll also just sure, convinced. We'll sure, wait, hang on. We'll make sure that like, PB will have to record yourself um, when the Saints are selecting the first pick. And if you know it is Kenny Pickett, we'll have to post it to our Instagram page, which you know we'll have to follow. <laughs> that's good content. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm. I'll probably be on a Zoom call with all of you watching it, so you'll have. Right. Anyway. Well, that, that about does it for this episode of our 2022 NFL draft bets. And we'll see you next time for analysis after the draft. And hopefully Kenny Pickett is not on the Saints. And PD's reaction to Kenny Pickett to the Saints. <laughs> Thank you for watching.